0: In this episode, Dr. Nader provides a comprehensive roadmap of the seven states of consciousness, describing the experience once these higher states are established as you move towards the goal of full
1: enlightenment. What is the most important thing in life? What is the most important thing for us as humans? What is the most important thing in being, in existing, in living? our daily life, our daily experience. We might think it's happiness, but there is something underlying happiness, something more important even than that. We might think love, and love is absolutely wonderful. But what is there that could be even more profound and more deep than love? We might think knowledge. We might think wealth. We might think health, perfect health. We might think peace. All of these are wonderful and everyone wants them all. We want to achieve the highest, to be the highest. But what is really most important among them or beyond them? Think a minute. What is most important is our awareness, our consciousness. Because without consciousness, without awareness, you cannot experience happiness. You cannot be aware of your feelings. You cannot experience love. You cannot enjoy knowledge. You cannot exchange things with people. You cannot realize what you are, who you are, where you're going. Imagine, for example, one has perfect health, but we can't call it, of course, perfect health if there is no awareness, no consciousness. You're not aware that you're healthy. So what does it help you? In what way does it help you that there is somewhere love if you're not aware of it, if you're not conscious of it, if you are not awake to it? Or knowledge, how can knowledge be experienced? How can knowledge be lived without consciousness, without awareness? We take consciousness and awareness for granted. We think it's something that's given to us, but we know that we go through different states of awareness, these different states of consciousness. And these states that we are familiar with normally are the states of waking, dreaming, and sleeping. So we can call these as the basic states of consciousness. But we realize that every one of these states can have a number of Qualities, characteristics that change depending on how our physiology is functioning, how our mind has been working, what we have been doing. Even in dream, we can have a tumultuous dream with nightmares or beautiful, amazing dreams with beautiful things that inspire us. Sleep can be deep and profound and gives rest and strength to the physiology. Or it can be not so restful, not so perfectly harmonious and gives so much rejuvenation as it could to the body, to the mind, to the physiology. During waking also, in waking state of consciousness, when we are awake and going around doing our business, sometimes we feel a little sad, sometimes we feel a little awake, sometimes we feel a little drowsy. Sometimes we feel alert, sometimes we feel fresh. And so these are also qualities and characteristics of awareness, of consciousness. So consciousness is not just, I am conscious or not conscious, I am aware or not aware. Consciousness has qualities, has depths, has variation. Sometimes you feel you are so clear Your mind is so sharp that you can see things and react to them in a wonderful, fast, effective way. And other times you feel your awareness is dull, is tired. You don't see things. You don't appreciate your environment. You see people coming in the room. You don't notice that they are happy or upset or having a heart problem or a kind of emotional situation that they are going through. Or maybe you don't even see their happiness, their joy, you don't see the light on their face. It's because the screen of awareness, your awareness is not clear enough, is not sharp enough, is not awake enough. So consciousness has all of these variations and dimensions on the negative side there are states that are vegetative states or states of coma these are become a medical situation where the person is out of touch of everything and consciousness is almost not there at all even on the surface level of the physiological activity person does not react, does not respond but these are extreme cases now therefore when we have this consciousness as the basis of our ability to plan our ability to dream our ability to know our ability to love our ability to appreciate things our ability to be happy and enjoy happiness then the big question comes what are these states of consciousness is there a way we can improve them and we know already that a good rest for example A good diet, a good lifestyle, all of these can improve and there are all kinds of ways to put one's attention on something, to be aware, to be mindful. All of these are of course possible help and important contributions to making our awareness alert and awake. But there is something more profound than that and much more deep than that And that is the awareness of the self, of our own inner deep self. Who we are, what we are, what's our appreciation of our own reality. Because on that platform of our being, our life, our self, our experience of who we are, is happening all the other things that we experience. So that platform, we can say, is like a screen. It's a screen. If the screen is clear and neat and wonderful and it reflects the image beautifully, then we have a beautiful experience of reality. If the screen is not so great and it's disturbed or it's wrinkled or it has dirt on it, then whatever comes to it is not reflected in the perfect way. So it's not all about the movie of life, it's also about where this movie is being projected. And it's being projected in our awareness, in our consciousness. And therefore, there is a way to make the screen of experience, to make our consciousness really clear, really alert, leery awake, so it can really reflect the true reality of life in the most perfect way. And the best way to do that is to go to the source of all that there is, the source of awareness, of consciousness, of life, which in fact and we can discuss this further in another uh, discussion, is itself not only the screen, but it's also the computer that projects the movie, that makes the movie happen. It's the projector, it's the screen, it's the light, it's the movie, it's all there is. And that is pure consciousness, pure awareness. We know that in physics, as scientists dealt and went deeply into the origin of things, the source of things, what is everything made of, they went from the surface value of the gross objects and then they found that there are molecules and then going deeper there are atoms and then there are elementary particles and then these particles that are the material aspect of the manifestation are actually themselves energy and fields of energy and as they delved and went deeper into What these fields are, scientists have discovered that these fields are actually more and more unified as you go deeper and deeper, ultimately coming to one unified field of all the laws of nature, one unified field of all the particles, all the fields, all the energy, and all that manifests into multiplicity in the surface value of creation. So there is a field which is the unified field of natural law, that becomes the energy fields and then they become the particles in different ways and then the particles come together to create atoms, molecules, objects and the entire universe including our physiology, our society, the planets, the stars, the galaxies and the whole universe. And that field is a field of consciousness. That is something very important to realize and science is moving in that direction but from our perspective from the perspective of the reality of life and what is most important in life this is a field of pure being of pure consciousness and that is our true self and when we are in contact with this field when we experience that field and how do we do it there is a technique a technology Transcendental Meditation is the technology that allows the mind to transcend. That's why it's called Transcendental Meditation. Meditation deals with the mind and to transcend is to go beyond the surface level of activity. So the mind dives into itself and experiences that deep field of pure being, transcends all the surface values. So the mind is like an ocean, it's active on its surface as we dive deeper and deeper and deeper, we reach that state of transcendental consciousness, which is pure being, pure consciousness, which is the unified field. And that is our true self. Now this field has the quality of being the source of all creativity, source of all intelligence, source of all power and knowledge and ability to love and ability to experience. And it gives us clear thinking, stable inner feelings and experience and allows us to live life from a platform of maximum potential, of creativity and intelligence and truly true fulfillment in happiness, even we call it bliss consciousness living this feeling of absolute peace and harmony with everything. Because it is a field of peace and harmony with everything, because it is the source of everything, like the unified field, as the unified field, it is the source of all that is expressed on the surface. So that gives us not only a platform for thinking and acting from a perfect place, from a perfect awareness, a clear awareness, but it also gives us all the energy and all the intelligence to make the right decisions, to live a life in fullness and fulfillment and achieve all our desires. So we talked about three states of consciousness, sleep, dream and waking. And now we are saying that the nervous system is able to experience through Transcendental Meditation a new state of pure being, pure experience, and that is transcendental consciousness. A consciousness which is pure, that's why we call it pure consciousness. That state of consciousness is different from the other states, not only in terms of the experience mentally and on the level of awareness, but also physiologically, because every state of consciousness has its physiological correspondence. When you dream, you have certain style of functioning of the body, certain brain waves can be found, you can tell. If you analyze, for example, the electroencephalogram, you can tell the person is now in deep sleep, and then the person is now in dreaming state or in wakeful state. You can tell these things from physiological parameters. And that is why we say every state of consciousness has its corresponding state of physiology. And scientists have found that transcendental consciousness, this experience of inner deep silence, completely silent, more deep and more silent than even deep sleep, and more quiet than that, more restful than that, yet at the same time awake. So it's not a state of sleep, it's a state of heightened awareness, where the awareness is very bright, very clear, very sharp, yet it is unbounded and at the same time settled. And the physiology also follows that, and it gets into that state of what we call restful alertness. With regular practice of transcendental meditation, as you dip the cloth, and we take this example, when you want to color a cloth with, let's say, a dye, you dip it into the dye, and then you put it out into the sun or work with it or do something with it, and then the color fades away. And you dip it again and then put it out into activity and whatever happens to it, the color fades away even more. But some will remain, some will remain. Every time you dip the cloth in the dye, more and more will remain until the dye is so steadfast and strong on the cloth that it never goes away. And that's what happens as we regularly transcend. As we go deeper and deeper into the state of transcendental consciousness, then it stays with us more and more and is more and more steadfast. And we start living life from that platform at every moment of experience, which means our screen of awareness is so bright, so clear, so perfect that now we can experience things from that platform of wholeness, platform of all-knowingness, from that platform of intelligence and clarity, and therefore live life to its fullest value. And that state becomes also a new state of consciousness. As we grow in awareness, as we grow in the experience of transcending, transcendental consciousness, pure consciousness, remains with us all the time. So for those who have practiced Transcendental Meditation, these moments of inner experience of pure being, pure depth and wholeness and peace and calm and alertness that we experience during Transcendental Meditation when we close our eyes for a few minutes morning and evening and we have these deep experiences. Now these deep experiences will stay with us all the time. So, which means when you are dreaming, you are sleeping, or you are awake in your daily activity, the state of awareness is always there. So now your self is never lost to yourself. We call this also a state of liberation, of freedom. In Sanskrit, they have a term for it, a state of moksha. Moksha, which means you are free. The self is free from the boundaries of outside experience. Because when we look at objects normally, as if we forget ourselves and we become the object. You look at the flower, your awareness is overtaken by the flower, and you forget who you are, you're not there anymore. You become the flower, you become the object, you become the news, you become this event, you become that thing. And so you are thrown around like football of situation and circumstances. You are not established in the self. And that is what we call a state of boundary. You are bound, you are not free. This new state of consciousness where transcendental consciousness is always available to us is a state of cosmic consciousness, we can call it, because you are liberated, you are free from boundaries. The self is always there, at the same time you are doing your activities and the changes in the outside go on as you progress in this state and with time and continued experience and using advanced techniques of transcendental meditation you get into a higher even state of consciousness and that higher state of consciousness we call it glorified cosmic consciousness and it's so glorified that we can say divine quality to it or god quality to it because it's so supreme And what is that state? That state is when the outside even starts being seen from the perspective of it being a more complete, holistic, organized, beautiful entity of life. Because you will start to see the beauty of things. And that is something that we experience. You know that when you're well rested, Sometimes you can look at the landscape and you find it's so beautiful, it's so great. You look at the waves and the ocean. You look even at the face of a friend, of a parent, of a relative. You look at even simple things, a flower, an object, and suddenly you see the beauty in it. And that is really a reflection, of course, of your inner state but of your ability to experience, even on the sensory level, on the outside level, the beauty of things, the charm of things. And to be able to experience that outer value and its fullness, you have to be established in the self first. Experience the true value of the self. And then this value, this ability to experience the outer value on its most profound level, on its divine level, Because then, you know, this is the glory of the creation and then you see this creation to be so beautiful, so full of the glory of the Creator, that you will say, well, I know the creation, therefore I know the Creator. And that's why sometimes people call this state of consciousness, state of God consciousness. Not that we become God or we claim to become God in any way, but we experience that reality. We experience the reality of the divine, beautiful values in nature in this glorified state of consciousness, which we call glorified cosmic consciousness. So how far can it go? This is really so supreme. We have established ourselves in pure being, in pure awareness, and that is a platform of fullness. We are liberated, we are enlightened, that is what enlightenment means. But now what happens? We start to see the outside also from a perfect perspective, and we see the fullness of the outside and the fullness and the glory of life and that we have called glorified cosmic consciousness or God consciousness if you like. Beyond that there is also one state of consciousness. As you become more and more familiar with this fullness of life on the outside and as the practice continues and you advance in your awareness now there is a new state that can come and that state is when you actually are able to see that even the essence, the reality of everything, is the unified field. The reality of everything is the unified field. This is something we have experienced and talked about on an intellectual level. Scientists probing deep into nature, they found, you know, molecules, atoms, particles, fields, all the fields unified, and one unified field of natural law that becomes everything. When our awareness is so clear, and so profound, and so sharp, we are actually going to be able to see not that we are alone the unified field, but that everything else is also the unified field. Everything else is pure consciousness. Everything else is pure being. And what is that pure being? That is also myself, because I have experienced this first as myself, And now when I look at an object, and I see myself in it because I know that it is like that. Knowing intellectually is one thing, but the experience even can be there. It's a different state of awareness. It's so different that sometimes it's hard to imagine what it could be. It's like it's hard to imagine what the waking state is from the dream state of consciousness. They are so different. One is a fiction kind of story, things that are related to different values of things happening in our nervous system, be it stress release or plans and projects or intuition or whatever that comes during the dream. And that is a fantasy kind of world or reality. But once you are in it, you feel that's the reality. That's what it is. But when you're in the waking state, you realize, oh, this was fancy this was not real This was just my brain my nervous system working in a certain way it makes me believe that these things were there but I know they are not there so the waking state gives us light on the illusionary side of dreaming that it's something that's an illusion a Maya they call it but then between waking state transcendental state cosmic consciousness God Consciousness or Glorified Cosmic Consciousness and Unity Consciousness, even the contrast can be as big as that. So intellectually we can only have an idea about it, but it's an experience that grows and that ultimately gives us the full value of what we can call true enlightenment. Enlightenment means full of light, that we see the light. And what does it mean? Darkness is ignorance. Light is to see things, you can see things. So enlightenment comes from that idea of light, which means you see clearly. And what do you see clearly? You see the reality. What is the reality? The reality is that everything is the unified field. It manifests on the surface level as different objects. I am the unified field. You are the unified field. And when I can see that, then I am enlightened, because the light is there, I can see what is there. I don't see what is hidden, it's not an illusionary reality, it's a real reality. That's the true ability to see things in their true nature, in their true wholeness. And since I am the unified field, everything else is a unified field, and I can see that, I am pure consciousness, everything else is pure consciousness, then we can say it's a state of unity consciousness. Unity because you are unified. You see that it's oneness, that the source of everything is one reality. In the same way, Maharishi likes to use the analogy of the sap, how the sap becomes the petal, how the sap in a tree becomes the branches, it becomes the leaves it becomes the flowers, it becomes the fruit. The same one sap appears as different things. And if you are able to see and look beyond the surface, then you see the unity of life. And that is the basis for all happiness, progress and fulfillment for individual and for society. And we can raise not only our personal life and experience to this higher states of consciousness, we can raise the collective awareness of society to that level of higher states of consciousness through the group practice of transcendental meditation and its advanced techniques and the cities program and all of that and that's why We do sometimes this global group meditation or groups come together to meditate together because then they can infuse the collective awareness of society with this quality of higher level of awareness and the results are very very real on a practical level for the individual Amazing results, that's why we say these are the side benefits of Transcendental Meditation and they are perfect health, greater harmony and physiology and mind, better behavior, better relations and all of these have been studied scientifically and have been shown to be very real on the physiological level, on the mental level, on the behavioral level, on the level of society by reducing crime and conflicts and problems in society. Since the unified field is everything, we're saying pure consciousness is everything and as we enliven that reality in life we have the reservoir of infinite creativity and infinite intelligence that will allow us to spontaneously think and act in accordance with all the laws of nature which are in the unified field because that's where everything comes from, so that's the manager, the organizer And if we are there, unified with that, then we have a life that is full and we have a life that is complete and that is truly enlightenment. So to summarize, there are seven states of consciousness. Sleep is the deeper one. Deep sleeping means least kind of awareness or awake consciousness. Then you have dreaming, that is an illusionary style of thinking. The brain is like that. Then you have a waking state of consciousness, which is the third state. And then we transcend, we go beyond everything. That is the fourth state of consciousness. In transcending, there is nothing relative, nothing changing, nothing there. It's just one pure being, one experience of the self. As this self gets stabilized, we go to the fifth state of consciousness, which we say cosmic consciousness, where while we are acting, we are established in pure being. So we witness things, we see things as if they are outside of us and turmoil of the world going on. But we have an equanimity, a sense of wholeness inside. And we do things from that platform of wholeness, but the outside is still busy and going around. That is cosmic state of consciousness, the fifth state of consciousness. As our awareness established in that state continues to experience things, we start seeing things in their true full value. And their true beauty. marshi used to say you can appreciate a painter from the painting. If you know the painting really well, then you know the painter. That's why we're saying if you know creation really well from its fullness, from its beautiful full value, you know the creator. And that is the sixth state of consciousness or glorified cosmic consciousness. We also call it God consciousness. The seventh state of consciousness is when the awareness of the self within now is able to experience the same self in everything. You see the sap and the flower and the petal and the fruit and the branches and the trunk and the tree. You know that it's all sap. You know that I am that and thou art that. And that is all that. All pervading wholeness. All pervading one unified reality of life. That's the seventh state of consciousness, unity consciousness, that is the supreme achievement of life where you can see specific and holistic. You can see bound values, relative changing values, but you see through them their true reality in one unified field, one pure being, one unbounded ocean of consciousness. And that is really the supreme level of experience of life, the supreme level of achievement of the reality of life for which we are really here and we are born to be able ultimately to achieve that supreme level of reality and existence. So we wish everyone growth in consciousness, growth in awareness, higher states of consciousness, full enlightenment for true fulfillment, true happiness, true health, through knowledge, through being on all levels of one's undertaking and the life blossoming in fullness in every possible way.
0: Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.